Welcome to the Disney Deconstructed Podcast. It's the bi-weekly podcast where three starving film students analyze all things Disney, including parks, movies, and animation, as well as Marvel and Star Wars. Today, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Jake Moody and Spencer Bennett, as we discuss the recent developments within Disneyland Resort in California, specifically Marvel Land, and Spencer discovers the definition of microbrewery. Later on, we'll talk TV and movies and ask ourselves, what exactly is the Nutcracker and the Four Realms about? The Disney Deconstructed Podcast starts right now. Okay, let's talk about something. All right, let's get right into it, guys. Park news. Uh, Main thing today, Marvel Land updates on some of the attractions that we know are going to be in Marvel Land. There's been a lot of... I guess, suspicion or a lot of people talking about what they think is going to be present in the Marvel themed land that is coming to Disney California Adventure. A lot of rumors. A lot of rumors. Disney seems to have come forth and quelled some of these rumors. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know that there is going to be a Spider-Man attraction, an Avengers attraction themed after the Quinjet. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, not sure if that's uh, a lot of people think that's expected to be a roller coaster. We're not quite sure on that yet. Um, an Ant-Man themed restaurant, a lot of other restaurants, shops, etc. They're going to have a Doctor Uh, Strange show. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange (laughs) meet and greet. So my question first, before we do anything, is, is this confirmed? Because I know the article's like, this is happening and here's what Disney's telling us. But also, since when? Like where's well, it was the... on www.news.com. Uh, I so see. I'm pretty I sure it's confirmed. It. Okay. By yeah. Tom Corliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Usually I feel like that's a pretty good yeah, news source, you know, as far as Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just... uh, so I I feel like it's pretty much confirmed. And a lot of the stuff that they were talking about came from mm-hmm. the posters. Yeah. As well. Right. Yeah, for... The recruitment begins poster. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that adds a level of confirmation mm-hmm. to the rumors. Um, so I, I feel like we're at a certain stage now where maybe these aren't exactly just rumors anymore and we can begin to see, okay, well, maybe this Spider-Man shaking box ride is actually happening. Um, yeah. So I guess the first thing we might as well talk about that specifically, right? And then go on to other things because that's the biggest off. news. Yeah, yeah please I'll go ahead. With that. Um, I think it's a horrible disappointment that it's going to be a screen ride. <laughs> um, I think we've heard about all these different technologies they were testing, the swinging like pendulum style ride, which seemed really cool. And that was rumored to be what they're going to do. And we now still don't it, know. That I mean, potentially it's not that. they could do that with a screen and that would be cool. But yeah. I still think that it's a missed opportunity because you already have the Spider-Man screen thing at Universal in Florida. Yes, you do. And people say it's one of the best simulators they've ever been on. So, yeah, I've never been on it personally, but Mm -hmm. I just think that it's too, it's similar to that attraction. I just think, I'm just not a fan of simulator rides. I think they're lazy. I think that's why Universal is falling a bit because it's just lazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, say what you will about all those things. And I agree with you on nearly everything. 
but I will I will say that um yeah, it was I was a bit disappointed about it being a a shaking box as I like to call them mm-hmm. uh but I I don't think that it's going to be like Star Tours I hope yeah, that, that's exactly know? where I wanted to lead it because we can be a little more. Yeah. There, I think there's a little more nuance than it's just Spider-Man screen ride because a what I what I really thought was going to happen and like I think a lot of other people is that I thought they were literally just going to st- shut down Star Tours in however many months or a year yeah. or two years and literally move the exact ride and put it in a tough to be a bug and theme it to Iron Man or whatever, right? So one. I'm glad they're at least making something semi new. Two, we know that Disney knows about the ride in Orlando, which is great. It's similar to the Transformers ride. It's exactly the same as the Transformers ride. Okay, I've been, okay, been on Transformers. Yeah. It's exactly the same except Spider Man. And it's awesome. But, I mean, at least Disney knows they have to at least one up that. And I don't mind the idea of it being an interactive like the web shooting thing sounds cool enough that sounds cool yeah i agree with that the, it the sounds cool enough thing. i like the, the kids idea will like it. Yeah. yeah but the, here's i like the idea of an interactive ride because you know whatever but i don't like the fact that they specifically reference toy story because that's yeah. like a five minute walk away literally and it's not a, i mean it's like fine but it's not like the brand new e-ticket marvel ride i want yeah. Yeah. So what Jake's referencing for people who don't know is that um, WDW uh, News stated that um, this ride is expected to be like the Toy Story Mania attraction, and that you get a web shooter and use it to fight whatever baddie is housed within the attraction, and. I personally, that's not my cup of tea. I'm not big on the Buzz Lightyear ride in Tomorrowland. I'm not no. that big on on Toy Story Mania, but it's fine. I I thought they were gonna be lazier. I thought they were gonna turn it's tough to be a bug into yep, Ant Man. Yeah, so yeah I was, I, did. <laughs> so I was like, I thought they were gonna be super lazy with that. So at least they're turning it into something else. But yeah. Something that's interesting enough is they're complete. They're in the process of completely leveling everything in in Bugsland. Yeah. Like they're just starting from scratch. They might use like the shell of that building, but that's it. Which is nice because at least they're you know going from the ground up and they're not recycling old buildings, aka Guardians. You know. I think they're recycling the underground parts of its stuff to be a bug. Like they're going to use that underground. Is that confirmed? Area, so. Okay. I mean, I'd um, have to assume so. It, yeah, it seems like a large area to just yeah. get rid of. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. Let me restate. I think. I think what I heard is they're getting rid of all of the Flix Funfair, which yeah, is just all sure. those flat of rides. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, as they should, but you know, just starting like there's a blank canvas, which is cool enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know where I read this, but like within Imagineering, I was I was like read something that. There's like a little bit of a rivalry, like the people working on Guardian or the people working on Galaxy's Edge versus Marvel. Like they really wanted to compete, which is great because it's going to need to, because there needs to be something that big on the in the other park mm-hmm. to keep crowds normal. Yeah, right. So you know, and and the only thing about screens is like I agree with everything we all just said. And again, for people that that aren't like a hundred percent up to date, like a like a year, maybe two years ago. These like patents leaked for like the swinging pendulum type ride that Disney 
uh, got the rights to use, however that works. And it looked like a full-on roller coaster, which swung, yeah. essentially. Which is really cool, and you can obviously imagine a Spider-Man ride swinging through the city and whatever. And one, we're not exactly sure that the Spider-Man attraction isn't that surrounded by screens. But two, I haven't been on it, but I know the people who have been on Flight of Passage, the Avatar ride. Oh, yeah. that's a screen. That's story. a screen yeah. ride. Yeah, that's true. So you know, and and. I'm pretty sure I know the Han Solo ride, the Millennium Falcon ride is a screen ride, and the Battle Escape is probably going to be really heavy on screens. So if that's the way we're moving, that's the way we're moving, and I just hope it gets done better than Toy Story Midway Mania, which is literally just a screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I, mean, I don't have that much faith. Like yeah. Guardians, that was the first step of Marvel Land, and it's just a screen. So it's also a repurpose of i think the drop uh-huh. elements and the, how many times guardians goes up and down adds more to it yeah than, but and, i mean yeah i think you know. the swinging portion of this attraction if they do that will be great i think it will be fun i just wish that we would have got more physical sets which we still might of course we still might we we have no idea yeah but it is you know i was reading something on twitter about how uh the I don't. I don't know what the fuck. I, I don't know if we're gonna cuss here or not. I don't know. I don't know what I was reading. I just hope budgets didn't get slashed because originally yeah. what I was hearing is, oh, Infinity War did so well. Oh, these movies are doing incredible. So now there's just more and more faith in this property. Like we know it's gonna be incredible. Right. So, you know. I th- whatever. I think that. I mean, here here's the thing. Like, no matter what, this ride is going to come, and we will find out sooner or later. Right. What that entails. And we'll mm-hmm. all ride it at some point. Uh, I'll make the trip from Boston to ride <laughs> it. Um, so our questions will soon be answered. And, you know, at the next D23, they might tell us what, what that's going to be the big thing is think, going on. Yeah. So we don't really we won't know. And I but I think that our questions will soon be answered. Um, yeah. I hope that it's not too much of a shaking box. Honestly, I will say the way that it was described and how the, at least the way that it was described on, um, by WDW news is that I almost got a Ratatouille ride feel. I was like, maybe they're going to do a trackless thing with Mm -hmm. this. But I love uh, that. I mean, uh, I would love that. that. Yeah, I don't. We don't have a trackless ride here. That's true. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and well, that could be that. really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't know, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have I guess to wait and see is the story of uh, of Disney parks. But, yeah. but what? Yeah, absolutely. But what is seemingly uh, not necessarily confirmed, but like the overall theming of the lands which is they said is going to be like the avengers base in california mm-hmm. is pretty cool and we can talk uh, about dca as a whole because it's not like we're just ditched like they they kept california in mind aka like keeping the microbrewery you know right like they're keeping it avengers in california yeah, pixar yeah. the pier is old school california pier right. so i don't know i mean what do we think of that yeah well for a while, it was rumored that they were going to tear down that whole Hollywood backlot area and make it uh, the streets of New York. So I'm glad that's mm-hmm. not true, because if that were going to happen, then they should completely throw out the name California Adventure at that point. 
because yeah. you're kind of what about it? It's California besides Grizzly Peak, like none of it if you do that. So I'm glad they're keeping it California based. Um, I appreciate that. And I think the first step is Bugsland, and I think really all like you know actually looking at it like square footage wise, I think that's a Bugsland is gonna exactly be the Spider-Man ride. They probably built a theater, and that's where the Doctor Strange show is going to be, which mm-hmm. actually could be really, really cool. Is it yeah. a show uh, or a meet and greet? It's it well, says okay. that it's a um. It's they they apparently have the show in Paris. I think is yeah, where it's, it's a Doctor right. Strange show experience. Okay, this I is the word I got I the sense that it was more of a meet and greet sort of thing, mm. but you could in be the right. concept art, it looks like he's walking around for a meet and greet. Okay, but I, it is it, it is a show. They said it's going to be a show. Okay. Uh, cool, but yeah. So what I was gonna say is, I think that's that's the phase one, whatever they're gonna call it. Right. And, right. and Guardians will be looming in the distance. But this big Quinjet attraction, which sounds awesome, because they in the article they referenced the Harry Potter ride, the Gringotts, yeah, yeah. which is a real. I haven't been on it, but it sounds like a really really cool ride system where you use screens to the fullest. Of it. The fullest, I think, is something like with that ride as opposed to a freaking Toy Story Mania. <laughs> uh, and I think that would go, they would bulldoze the Hollywood land. That's where that would right. go. Yeah, well, initially, it's a lot of rumors were saying that, oh, there's going to be a Captain America roller coaster. They're going right, to tear yeah. down Monsters, Tron. Inc. Mm-hmm. They said it was going to be, they were, we were going to take the Tron technology. Right, and, make yeah, that and it's going to be a Captain America roller coaster where Monsters, Inc. currently is doesn't mm. seem to be happening at least not yet unless of well, course there's a phase three to this uh-huh are, which we are don't we confirmed yet. that these three rides or these two rides are all in Bugsland? is that confirmed or could they potentially use all that monster thing for the avengers ride so that's what i'm saying the, that's what i think would happen. in the poster it's the view is supposed to be from next to from like to the left of i guess or i guess the right of the spider-man attraction yeah yeah it's like the the poster looks like it's like you're standing right under the where the bugs land sign exactly so it's standing right under where the bugs land sign used to be staring towards uh guardians Mm -hmm. of the galaxy mission breakout and they have this avengers building right next to it you can see the big a symbol next to the guardians tower so I I guess all okay. of this is going to be in that area. So they could yeah. expand and still do a Captain America thing if they wanted yeah. to. Personally, I would rather they didn't and kept mm-hmm. some really? of I don't know, like I feel like, you know, two attractions is enough for Marvel Land and like still have your And Guardians. Exactly. Yeah, three now. So, with yeah. Guardians. Three three, right. Yeah. I three mm. attractions is enough. Plus you got a show and uh, you know, restaurants and shops. That's a lot to shove into mm-hmm. that little area. Well, it is. And yeah, that's true. Oh, well, I, what I'm saying is, I hope it doesn't stay in this little area because it, it is not that big. Bugsland is was already a mini land to begin with. Yeah. Well, I hope it expands. I hope it is something that can compete with Star Wars. So, did they confirm if they were expanding on the that little back lot area? No, but I was going to say there is like a very like small sliver of lands for expansion, but I think it was it was like hinging on if 
the Eastern Gateway project could right. go because like right now it's like a bus route or something. Right. So there there's mm-hmm. a small I guess it's where the red car trolley goes next to the yeah. next to Guardians of the Galaxy current currently. There's a gate there and that's seen as a possible expansion area, but that hasn't been confirmed or anything. It's kind of just storage and whatnot, but I don't know. You can look at it well, on Google Maps. Or yes. <laughs> what are your guys' all all, um Oh, go ahead, Jake. Well, I was just going to say all in all, how do we feel about this? But I don't know if you're going to ask a specific question. Um, I, I was just going to say, like, do we have any specific thoughts on this Avengers roller coaster? Do we think mm-hmm. we need another roller coaster in California Adventure with Incredicoaster already there? I yes. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. As much as you can fit in there to dissuade people from rushing towards star Wars land, do it. You know, that's my personal opinion. People are going to be swamping that, that uh, area of Disneyland and Disneyland in general for the next, you know, decade. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, literally as much. And also, uh, you know, Incredicoaster is a lot of fun, but it is just a roller coaster. It's just screaming. If we if we build like a big, beautiful Avengers immersive attraction, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's more than just a roller coaster. That's true. Which could eat up a big chunk of people, mm-hmm. unlike something like Incredicoaster has been. Yeah, I mean, Incredicoaster didn't even open that strong. I mean, no, we were there on no. the first day where we it opened. We sat in a three hour line because we went as the park opened. But later on in the day, it was down to forty five minutes. So it's yeah. not going to be a line deduction for Star Wars at all. No, I mean it's nice to have. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. Oh, absolutely. But it's 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 nothing that's going to like dwindle crowds in a year when it's like disgusting to even do anything. Right. And beyond all of that, I just really like Marvel. So it'd be cool to have like a proper <laughs> big attraction yeah. you know i, I, um, I mean yeah I'm, I'm very much with it so i guess as we talked about pixar pier should we go into our next topic like what are your guys's overall thoughts on pixar pier was it a good move or was it kind of a cheap cash grab both, both. <laughs> I, yeah i feel like it's a tough thing to get a specific opinion on at least for me i don't know mm-hmm. i really like I really like it. I think it looks great, but it's also not exactly cheap, but it's sort of a cheap way to in cheap in Disney terms, you know, a cheap way for them to retheme a land without completely tearing it down and rebuilding it, you know? Exactly. There's no denying it looks really cool and it's fun to be there and there's plenty of room to keep going and like, making it even cooler but it also didn't need to happen it was just like a very subtle like Mm -hmm. literally a very subtle way to like get people to come and like a very subtle difference that could entice you to get a park hopper as opposed to just going to disney you know but with that being said like it looks really nice i agree so do we do we think that the luxo junior animatronic (laughs) that was supposed to open with the thing is ever going to show up because I don't think yeah. it is. It's still not there. I heard there. some, literally, oh. and the Bing Bong animatronic it's from still uh, not there. that's supposed to go in the in the store. That's sad. I heard something crazy. I heard something really weird about it. Okay, hit me. That uh, Disney like had to 
has to like work with the actual Luxo company because you know there's like an actual brand of lamp. Yeah, there was Luxo a lamps. there was a Luxo lamp at Hollywood Studios, and the company forced them to shut it down. Yeah, so really? I heard they were like they were in talks to like there's some issues with the Luxo company. That's not interesting. Pixar. Mm-hmm. So weird. But why would you? Why would you like all the art and say that it's going if you didn't know? On their press releases, dude, it was one of the first things. It said guests will be greeted by an interactive Luxo Junior lamp animatronic, Uh and it's still not there. And at this point, I don't think anyone's even expecting it to ever be there. No, I mean, you know, I'm sure it'll pop up at one point, but it won't be a big deal. And it doesn't necessarily need to. Like, it's just a stupid little thing. I just think it'd be cool. It'd be a cool way to Of course it would be cool. What's more concerning to me is this stupid bing bong. Yeah, where like, are we that? really gonna look at this? Where is that? How, how long are we gonna look at this cardboard? Like it's so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Literally, it's a piece of wood that literally says your magical friend is flying in soon. Really? Is he? <laughs> it, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been there since it opened. They've had that piece the, of. Here's the thing. My they opened that way too soon. The whole oh, yeah. land and. They obviously were trying to bank off of the release of Incredibles 2, and which is fine, but it, in the grand scheme of things, it caused them to open this half-baked land, you know? So it, they only had half the attractions open that they wanted to have, and I don't know, I remember being there and ask like half the stuff isn't even open you know yeah, uh, yeah. half the stuff is still under construction we have that carousel and the inside out attraction that i mean as far as i know they haven't even started construction on yeah and by the way it's not even they're literally just retheming a carousel and moving one thing from one spot to yeah another. they're moving flex flyers right yep yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's going on in their heads? It's kind of <laughs> sad that that in Orlando they get like so many cool things every year, and we're talking about like, oh, that sucks. Spider Man's just gonna be Toy Story Mania, <laughs> but you know, like it's all good. Yeah. So. Also, I hate to bring it back to this, but I I find it really funny that like they give Ant Man the restaurant. Out of all the heroes, they give him the restaurant. They're like, ah. I wonder why that is. We can't have him doing, you know, a oh, ride. Real. Like, we can't uh-huh. have that. Well, you know, I mean, they wanted go to. Go on, go on. Oh, thank you. You know, they <laughs> wanted to keep Ant Man there because they already have that brewery and they wanted to make the pun of the micro brewery. I think that's the only reason oh, Ant Man's there. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Wait, well, first of all, what brewery? Second of all, I had no idea that was the pun. I did, that did not click. That, like, whole little, like, terrace when you're walking to Pixar Pier where all, like, the alcohol and beer and all that stuff is where you can buy beer and wine? That. That's probably what they're doing with Ant-Man. Uh... Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a proper <laughs> restaurant. I agree, but I, I think f- that the reason they're using Ant-Man there is just to make that pun. That is so funny. Have, like, I don't mind it. I think that's hilarious. Are they going to have, like, jumbo, you know, and and small items, like big burgers and small (laughs) things? I I mean, an easy way to cop out of it is, like, if it's an actual restaurant that, like, you need to get reservations and stuff, you just make the lobby, like, have some crazy lights and say, oh, you just shrunk. Yeah. And have it be, like, the Ratatouille um, restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, you mean, that's exactly, they will use probably the same exact molds. 
because we're in California. Yeah, but, we don't know, get inventive ideas. That's cool. I mean, well, listen, now that I was saying that out loud, it'd be kind of cool. Like if you're waiting for your table, they have like fake windows. So everything looks tiny. Yeah. You know, yeah. like their screens. That's interesting. I mean, whatever. I mean, in the in the poster, you can see like in the on the left corner, like right under Spider-Man's foot, there's like a giant beer can. Yeah, so, yeah, no. yeah. That's what they're. Uh-huh. Yes, that's yes. like what's supposed to point out the restaurant. It's this giant beer can. <laughs> I don't mind it. Okay, so what? So in two years, the the summer after Star Wars at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens, and it's still super crowded and exciting, but a little less. We get a Spider-Man ride, which is going to be screens, but mm-hmm. will probably be really cool. Sure. A whole themed out land. A new sh- a show with Doctor Strange, which by far has like the coolest effects and has a lot of room for like creativity and like a fun restaurant. Fine with me, and with promise yeah. of a big roller coaster in the future. Yeah, totally fine. And something that I think people have been asking about uh, is like none of this is going to touch the red car trolley track. So no, yeah, that's it weird. Won't, it won't mess any of that up. I guess it'll keep Buena Vista Street intact. Yeah, which, which is, is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I mean, whatever. Well, all in all, for me, if there's any character to delegate to a restaurant based off a pun, it's Ant Man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's Paul Rudd. Like that's uh-huh. just who it is. Yeah, that'd be so. Yeah, I'm good know. with it. I mean, I almost find the when I think about, it, I almost find the giant beer can like a nod back to original DC. Yeah, like Bugs Light, Bugs yeah. Land, and whatnot. Uh huh. So fine. Yeah, cool. I'm fine with that. I'm with okay, it. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is yeah. going to ruin Disneyland. Wow, it will that's pure, a take. Yeah, that's a that's a hot take. Yeah, uh, it's it, gonna. Oh. Yeah, no well, Jake. It's I, with me. It <laughs> no, doesn't. I don't, listen, I don't feel like it's gonna ruin the park. It's gonna change it forever. I think it's the biggest thing to ever happen to Disneyland, besides it literally being built. Yeah. And I know that we have a second gate, yeah. and I'm still saying that. Um, it's gonna be awesome because we're getting things that are like above and beyond what are in Orlando. I, I don't think that I don't think that Pandora is even gonna touch it, and Pandora no. is supposedly incredible. It's gonna be the greatest land Disney's ever built, and I, I, I heard, fully I, believe in that. I heard a rumor that there's going to be like seasons, like literally a TV show. So every year, year and a half, it's going to get like new stories. That's and if awesome. you're a local who goes like, you know, maybe once or twice a month, like literally like you can continue your story. Like you can, it's like a video game. Like you earn money, like credits and you earn like a reputation within the rides and things like that. It's, it's changing storytelling. It's this changing is, theater. Yeah. This like is, all of that stuff is awesome. Yeah. But with that being said, it's a little too awesome for our tiny park in Anaheim. I think <laughs> and, exactly and my point. Issue. I think it's yeah. so ambitious and so revolutionary that it's perfect for Walt Disney World, but it's going to absolutely tank Disneyland. You will not be able to move in Disneyland mm-hmm. because it's going to be so busy. Here's the thing. Uh you won't see me in Disneyland when this thing opens yeah, up. Yeah. You just won't. I I won't be there. Um, yeah. I love Disneyland. I really do. I go all the time, even though I live across the country. <laughs> I won't be there on opening day, most likely. No. But it, it's just a fact. I um I would be very shocked to see me there on opening day. Hell, Jake I and I live in there. Orange County, and we're not going to be there. 
No. You know what I was actually talking about? I would love that opening week of Galaxy's Edge to go to Orlando. <laughs> that would be How great. How cool would that be? That would be great. Right? Because yeah, be all the Disney fans are here. And yeah. like, I know for me, for you guys too, there's like a ton of new things that I've never gone on. I've never Orlando. been there. I've never yep. been. So we get to experience four new places, all the hotels, the water parks, and then come back a week later. And yes, Galaxy's Edge is going to be insane, but not opening day insane. Jack, that's the best idea you've ever had. Right. But <laughs> I told it, I told it to uh, our mutual friend, Freddie, and he, he warns me because like a month later, they're opening the Mickey ride. So like, oh. I kind of want to wait. Mickey's yeah. Runaway Railway, which looks super cool. Yes, yeah. it does. I don't know. It's a thought. We shall see. It's a thought. We shall see. Um, yes, it is a thought. Absolutely. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. It's it's really ambitious, and it's it's going to be amazing. Obviously, uh, I don't really see any way that. I mean, people are going to have differing opinions, and they're going to be like, "Oh, it sucks." Uh, as with any Disney attraction, but. I think that this is, I think that Galaxy's Edge is most likely going to be amazing. I think that it's going to crowd Disneyland like we've never seen before. And that's saying something because the last last few times I've been there have been particularly sweaty with the amount of people (laughs) that have been around me. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not sure there's much else to say about it. No. If you're planning on going to Galaxy's Edge, then uh, pack some extra clothes because you're going to be getting <laughs> yeah. other people's sweat on you. Good uh, luck to you, whoever yeah. you are. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. But cool. All right. Well, enough of that. Uh, <laughs> I think it's about time we get to some TV and movie news. We'll be right back. And welcome back, everybody, to TV and Movie News. It's the section of our show where we talk about everything TV and movies as of late in the Disney world. Um, Right now, big thing that everyone's been talking about probably last week or so, um, the canceling of Netflix's two Marvel shows, uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Guys... What do you have to say about that? I have a couple things. <laughs> uh, one, I watched like a little bit of Luke Cage. It was fine. I didn't watch any Iron Fist. People hated it. I hated but, Iron Fist. Yeah, and Lane, did you did you ever watch these shows? I I will be completely honest. Here's my opinion. I I love Daredevil. Mm-hmm, Absolutely love it. I'm in the middle of the third season right now. I'm I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Good. Um, never seen Iron Fist or Luke Cage, uh, so I can't really speak for them. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I watched the first episode of Iron Fist because I heard it was bad, and my DC <laughs> fan heart wanted to see something bad that Marvel <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I watched the first episode, and it's horrible. It's one yeah. of like some of the worst dialogue I've seen in a superhero show in a while. So, a lot of people but, really like Jessica Jones. I I, did, saw it. I I liked it a lot. Okay, I I couldn't get into that one personally. 
I, I well, got here's... probably two or three episodes in and I couldn't get into it. And then I also I watched all of Defenders and mm, I was like, okay. this was OK. <laughs> so mm. I don't yeah. know, like really for me, it's like if they canceled Daredevil, I would be ups. I would be kind of upset because I really enjoy it. And I think uh, the writing and the acting is done really well. And a lot of the directing and cinematography is absolutely amazing in that like the fight scenes in that show are absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. incredible but so like if they canceled daredevil then i would i would be upset but them canceling iron fist and luke cage just doesn't really affect me no No, it doesn't but what's interesting go on go on because i'm well i'm gonna pull it out like i'm gonna zoom out okay the so the thing is people didn't like iron fist I know people actually really did like Luke Cage, but with that being said, I don't think these shows got canceled for like quality reasons. I don't think they got canceled by numbers reasons. I'm sure tons of people watch both. And I mean, I think there were a lot of politics involved because Disney is making their own streaming service. And yep. from what I understand, they have nothing to do with these Netflix Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was thinking much along the same line as that. I was like, this could be this could be why is like let's take the two least popular ones exactly. cancel them off and, and then see what happens and see what happens i guess i don't really know i i mean let's start with netflix i wouldn't be surprised if when i i've been telling you guys and i've been telling other friends of mine don't be surprised when marvel pulls or not marvel but disney and pulls all their content when they launch their streaming service. Like They're absolutely yeah. going to. Yeah. Like And by the way, the Disney streaming service is gonna kill all the others. Oh it is. They're oh, all gonna absolutely. Yeah. At least force them to change in some way. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the big thing. So a lot of this is has gotta be politics and Uh-oh. at least 100%. the politics of streaming as we're talking about them. Yes. And um <laughs> yeah. I I will say that you know, maybe now that they've done this with Netflix, the next thing you'll see is like the canceling of was it Hulu Runaways? Yeah, the, yeah, the Runaways show. There's Agents of Shield on TV. Isn't there an FX one? Uh, I think there's a there is yeah, there's like a Mutants one. Is yeah, that what you just said? Yeah, the one on FX. What's it called? Isn't there two on FX? It's called Gifted. Yeah, there's yep. that one, and then there's also one about a guy who's. Got some strange power. I don't know. Uh, Legion? Legion. Legion. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one's technically Marvel too, isn't it? I think that's yeah. owned by Fox because he's an X Men character. Oh yeah, you know. But now Fox is on Fox. I think uh, that the cancellation of these shows is what we like we said is one hundred percent vindicative of Disney streaming service. But I wouldn't be surprised if the only show Disney continues on its service is Daredevil. The other three were lukewarm to negative review. Jessica Jones had a lot of fans, but it wasn't the universal acclaim that Daredevil was. I would not be surprised if the only show Disney picks up and continues on their service is Daredevil. I think the rest of them will probably fall away. Those other three, like, if you're, I don't know, I assume you're talking about um, uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones. Iron Fist, Jessica Jones. Yeah, they're all like I think they're all lukewarm responses. And then Defenders was just... I, I feel like a lot of people liked it, and then there were a lot of people who just thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, Defenders yeah. was just like kind of like a one-shot crossover miniseries, is what it was. 
Yeah. It was supposed to be a moment. It was supposed yeah. to be like the Avengers of TV, and no one really cared. It didn't really land. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. And it, well, that was the thing is that it was supposed to be this big event, and then I don't know. I feel like a better way to title it would have been like. 10 hours of Sigourney Weaver doing nothing alone, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> that, that's really what it is. And so I, I don't know them canceling Iron Fist and Luke Cage. I saw, I didn't watch the video, but there was a video on YouTube where someone was, the title was, uh, someone, you know, had a theory that they canceled Iron Fist and Luke Cage to do a team up show. I was like, I don't know. Like, I, just, I, I, just don't I think that's that. absolutely ridiculous. In my opinion, I don't know. You're going to take like the two least popular characters yeah. out of them, and well, they had a team, a team up team show. Up. It exactly. was called the Defenders. Exactly. It it's like they already did a team up show, and it was just okay. Yeah, it didn't so, land uh, with audiences that strongly. That's just know. not happening. So, I I don't think any. I don't think they're coming back. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I would. I doubt there's going to be another Defenders uh, season because of this. Um, I mean, if anything, this is good news. It means this Disney streaming service is happening sooner rather than later. Exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if, yes, these shows get canceled, but I wouldn't be shocked if these characters show up in a future Daredevil season. I, I don't think that's mm. out of the cards. I think Luke Cage yeah, may show up in episodes of Daredevil. Kind of like how Constantine was canceled off on TV, but in The Flash and in Arrow, he still shows up. Yeah. That char- these characters are still alive in this universe. They very well may show up in episodes here and there. Yeah, that's something to consider. You're probably right, though. They'll probably keep Daredevil, but noticeably tone it down mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and get rid of the other ones. That's probably exactly what they'll do. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about Marvel. We've been talking about Marvel a lot today. Uh, we're gonna have nothing for our Marvel episodes. All right. Yeah. So, uh, moving on. Nutcracker. Who oh boy. In the hell, uh, greenlit this thing, and <laughs> what is it even about? Because no I don't understand what Disney's doing with their live-action children's films. What the hell was Wrinkle in Time? What was that? I didn't see it. Wanted it to be so good. And I'm just so confused on who keeps greenlighting these off-the-wall weird scripts. Who greenlit the movie? I don't know the why movie? they keep. I don't know why they insist on making like these weird goth movies yeah, every couple years. What is this movie? What is this weird, outlandish like Nutcracker in the Four Realms? I bet you, if you ask like twenty people off the street, twenty of them would have no idea this movie even exists or yeah, like what yeah. it's about. Like it's gonna bomb hard. And it's just, I just don't get it. I don't understand I don't, why. I don't think it'll bomb because it's a Christmas movie and people need things to go see at Christmas. And um, it's got some big name actors in it. Yeah. So, so my my history with it, my my relationship with it was, the hell's Disney's making this movie? And then I like read this article that said the the story of like the Nutcracker is like free domain. So like every five years, someone always makes a movie because anyone can make a movie about it. Mm. So it's like, it's a very well-known idea, you know? But I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this looks like kind of cool. Like they took like a weird like take on it. 
And then I turned my phone off and thought, what the hell did I just think? This is going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why it exists. Why is Morgan uh, yeah. Freeman yelling at yelling well, to me in like rhymes? Yeah. In this movie too. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's to, so weird. To me, it's like a Christmas story. A Christmas story is is the most remade movie of all time. Yeah, probably and for I, the same reason that no I, one owns exactly. that story. I think yeah. it has like 78 remakes or something insane oh like my that. God. But it's disgusting. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Someone should probably look that up. Uh, don't take <laughs> don't take my word for that and go to a Christmas party and say, "Did you know this?" Um, but, or do it and blame it on him. Or do that and blame it on me. <laughs> His um, name is Lane Calder, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's Lane Calder of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, but I I think that's part of the reason. Like this movie looks interesting to me, but. I don't really understand what's going on. You know, it's like, it, it looks, looks very like weird avant-garde yeah. stuff going on. And I'm not really sure. And I'm like, Disney, what are, what is this? And I don't know. It's like, is this some Tim Burton thing? <laughs> that's that's not what even. I thought. It looks visually interesting. It and does. it looks like it will be cool to look at in a very cool visual movie. But I'm just confused on who this is being made for. Yeah, that's a good way to Who put it. That's a very good way to put to? it. Yeah, because it looks dark. Yeah. And so you're not going to want to take your little kids to go see it. So I feel like it's like, okay, so maybe older kids and teenagers, but they're not going to want to go see a Christmas movie in the theater, yeah. so not them. So maybe us. <laughs> and yeah. Adults. I'm sitting here talking about not wanting to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I can like, sum up the I, whole entire thing as in it's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> That's all that it is. It's just a dumb decision in my mind. And if, if it turns out great, then I'd be happy. I'm, I'd be happy. No, if it's, it's great. still stupid. Because <laughs> why do they insist on making these like movies for Hot Topic every couple of years? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, all dude. it is to me i don't understand wrinkle you know, in time was so weird i didn't even see it i i wanted I mean, to like it so badly they showed the trailer so many times in theaters and i was like oh gosh i really want to want to see this movie yeah. but i just don't yeah. <laughs> i think they knew it was gonna be bad and they pushed it so hard yeah because they had to well that's I mean, a sign yeah. of a bad movie is when it's over marketed mm -hmm. suicide squad had a thousand freaking trailers and that movie was god yeah. awful yeah, exactly. Uh, nice one, DC boy. Shut up. <laughs> but Marvel's gonna come over and fix it, so that's fine. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Mary Poppins. I know, but we already did so much Marvel, but we can talk about it. I mean, we should talk about it. We'll wait to talk about it. Let's talk we'll about talk Mary about Poppins. It. I want to talk about Mary Poppins. <laughs> and here we go. A Disney movie coming out on Christmas that I cannot wait to see. I'm so ready. It looks fantastic. Oh Emily Blunt looks wonderful. It has the complete vibes of the original. I cannot wait. Yeah, so uh, I'll be completely honest. Full disclosure, I I was like, oh man, we're doing this podcast today. I have to... All I had seen was the teaser, so I watched the trailer today. Mm -hmm. And I was like... I didn't see it. What'd you think? Because I haven't watched it. Um, After we record, you should watch it because it is absolutely amazing. I... I've only seen like the beginning. They also did. I think they released it yesterday or the day before. It was like a inside look thing. I only watched like the first couple seconds of that because I didn't want to like see more than I had to. You know, I'm yeah. I'm one of those people that only wants to see the the trailers they release. 
Um, when it comes to exactly. dis- like big films that I'm looking yeah. forward to, I don't want to see like the behind the scenes stuff and whatnot until after I've seen it. Um, I agree. But that's just me. Uh, but it looks amazing. Dick Van Dyke is in it. I didn't. Uh, yeah. I didn't Perfect. even know that. But so you know what? If he puts his stamp on it, then I'm on board. Uh, Absolutely. But, I think the, the excitement around this trailer just fully solidifies in my mind that Mary Poppins is a timeless classic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This, this sequel is made like what fifty years later, some crazy amount of years later, and people are talking about it. Mary Poppins is incredible, number one, and this looks great. The first one came out in what, like sixty eight, something around there, like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, the thing know. is, with this new movie, sixty four is the original. Ah, oh, I was in the middle yeah. there. I said sixty eight, <laughs> then sixty three. It it feels like for the first time in a long time, and I, as well as you guys, we all love Disney more than we should. We're corporate slaves, but <laughs> I can I I can say that this looks like for the first time Disney like is putting heart, like real like a heart and soul into something. It's Disney There's twenty being minutes. Disney. Yep. It, it, yeah. Exactly. It looks like like even more than something like Christopher Robin, which I absolutely which adore. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, this feels like such a love letter. It was cast absolutely perfectly. The little music that I heard is incredible. I mean, no one was clamoring for yeah. a Mary Poppins. And also, it wasn't a remake. We're continuing this story. Yeah. The, the first time in like 10 years or something that Disney is drawing, which is so exciting for yes. someone who wants to write movies that would be traditionally drawn. Yeah. I, there's not a bad thing to say. I mean, Lin-Manuel... Jesus oh, Christ. Oh. I'm so excited. He's my absolute <laughs> favorite person. It's so cool that he's in here. I hope he helped with the music and stuff. I oh, hope he, he didn't just act. You so know cool. he is, dude. Moana was yeah. such a success for them. and He did all the music. Mm-hmm. He's going to be doing some music for it. So exciting. The whole thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think there's a whole lot more to say because we're all in... Mm-hmm. obvious support of this thing but hold on is mary poppins gonna be competing with nutcracker yeah i yeah. mean let's for, see for a bit there I, well nutcracker, nutcracker comes, comes out, comes out in november yeah november 7th, so not, yeah. not really oh nutcracker comes out like next week yeah, yeah. are you kidding me it no. does and you know what mary poppins is gonna do it's gonna save disney's ass from all the movies or the money they're gonna lose from nutcracker yeah my god <laughs> it literally comes out next weekend yeah and uh, no one cares <laughs> that sucks that yeah. super sucks i mean i'm gonna see it but we'll see i am gonna see it too because genuinely i thought the trailer was like kind of cool looking like it has nothing to do with what from i remember the nutcracker story being about i don't even yeah, remember i mean nutcracker it story. looks genuinely interesting to me like visually but I don't understand what the story's about. This is the crazy thing. When you said it looks genuinely interesting, I literally was about to blurt out, I don't need Disney to make genuinely interesting things. I need Disney (laughs) to, like, give me Lion King again, please. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad take to have, but that's just kind of how I feel about it. On the topic of genuinely interesting, the Deadpool writers are doing a Pirates of the Caribbean reboot. Yeah, that's still, crazy. Still, still produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> he can't let he can't let it go. He can't let that's this funny. thing just set off into the sunset. Like he's just gotta stay on board with it. 
No I pun intended. Two trains of thought nice. about this. I have two. Go. Number Go. one, why are we rebooting Pirates of the Caribbean? The, it just ended. Like, it just what? ended. Like, like two was, years ago. And it was such a perfect ending. Like, it was good. It was fine. Yeah. You know, it, it was like, I was happy with the ending. I liked yeah. the new movie. I didn't yeah, mind. I, I liked the last two. I really liked Stranger Tides, and I liked this last one as well. I yeah, I'm on board with that. I like. I keep making puns when I'm not <laughs> meaning to. Uh, I I'm fine with it. Yeah, I was fine with the ending. I I thought it was good. I thought the last one was good. I saw it like twice. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it was good. Um, just like your you, pun? you don't need to make another one. I'm just gonna yeah. say that you don't but, need to make it up. And tell aren't you they what? getting? What? The, oh, sorry. No, <laughs> I was asking what. Oh, but getting these writers from Deadpool, like I'm interested. And super interested. Yeah, but is it not more or less the same tone? Like I would action ass- comedy. I would assume so. So why bother? Are they literally only remaking it because of like the rumors, which are probably true of- about Johnny Depp? Yeah, about Johnny uh, Depp not being great of a human yeah, being, and about like, him being probably why, a terrible person. Yeah, so why not a kill off the character, mm-hmm. or b completely make it different? Or why just at not least, make more movies in yeah, this franchise? Because by the way, uh, I'm still waiting for my haunted mansion Guillermo del Toro. That sounds absolutely like incredible. I'm just gonna bring that up. Uh, that's that. Jungle Cruise, I mean, we already know it's going to happen. It got pushed for yeah, whatever reason, yeah. but I think it's going to be absolutely great. I mean, there's so much to do, and the casting, uh, Dwayne Johnson, is totally perfect. Like, I'm great. sorry, are you guys not fans of the 2004 Eddie Murphy starring Haunted <laughs> yeah. Mansion? I saw it for the very first time, only like two weeks ago, and I actually kind of liked it. Really? It's worth, it's worth watching. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. I've seen a lot of like dumb jokes to it on the internet, but I've never uh-huh. seen the actual film. Really? Oh, yeah. you've got to get on that, especially right now, <laughs> Halloween, man. Yeah, that, I watched it literally October first <laughs> for Halloween. Oh, it's a, that's awesome. It's an interesting. Made some film. artichokes with our boys and just <laughs> popped in some Eddie Murphy. Artichokes. <laughs> we artichoked Haunted it up Mansion. and we watched Haunted Mansion, baby. Good lord. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. <laughs> um, but I definitely. I definitely hope that I don't know. I just feel like this is a weird thing to do. Like I like Deadpool and obviously they're very well written movies. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> you know, I don't, that's just my opinion. Yeah, the I only, couldn't tell you. It's very odd. Only thing I can think of is just why mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, why not? If we're going to make a bunch of movies uh, based off of rides and attractions like can't we just do like space mountain or or big thunder Thunder mountain or something big thunder western that'd be cool exactly like like i don't Uh, know that's just i mean i think it'll be cool and like i love just the idea of pirates of the caribbean so if you want to like take it a different direction like cool it's just weird. Like literally, I just remember walking out of that movie and saying, "Like that was pretty cool." Like, whatever. I liked it enough, and now we're already rebooting it. When there's five movies, right? Yeah. Whatever. It's it's very soon. Mm-hmm. It's a money machine, but it that's is. okay. 
All right. And the last thing we have today on the list for TV and movie news, it's the Aladdin teaser that just came out not too long ago. Was that about a week ago? I think so. Around. Yeah, um, all over Twitter, whatnot. Uh, I was a few days behind on seeing that. Um, I like retweeted it and but didn't watch it. So people were like, asking me what I thought of it. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm not. I here's the thing. I think that I think that I will enjoy this movie. I do, but I worry for this movie because I feel like it will have a certain reaction amongst audiences. Oh. Um, keep talking. I feel like there will be a certain uh, reaction that some Disney movies get, aka The Last Jedi. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. That, Let's you know, not do like, this right now. Some people won't like it, and some people will like it. And I feel like that's going to strain where like some people aren't going to like it because Robin Williams isn't in it. It's really sad. I'll tell you what, though. Will Smith's genie, yeah? Yeah. If you're going to replace Robin Williams with another charismatic actor, Will Jim Smith, Carrey. sign me up. I'd Jim like Carrey. Will Smith more than Jim Carrey. I'd like Will wow. Smith in this role more than Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. Yeah. The thing is, it's it's a really weird choice. Uh, I, no, it's not a weird choice. I mean, I get it. It's not and an that's obvious not... choice at all. It's not. But hold on. So, Lane, we think that this movie is going to be like polarizing in a certain way? Yeah. That's interesting. Why? What? Because of the Robin Williams? You think? Yeah, I. That's my thing. I just. I think. That I mean, maybe, maybe. It's not because he's not in it. I think it'll just be pol. It could be polarizing because they replaced him, and yeah. so people are always going sucks. to have that reaction where it's like, "Oh, you went ahead and made this movie, even though this great actor has this claim to this role." When really yeah, he doesn't. It's rationale. like his his ad- it's his adaptation as, of yeah. the role as we know. 100%. But yeah. Will Smith's going to make his own of the role. You know, he's going to make the role his own. And I'm sure that he will do a great job. Um, and I think the film will most likely be really good. I think it's going to be great. I really liked the the teaser. My favorite part was genuinely the music. The score behind mm. it was so epic sounding and like foreign sounding. But I also knew exactly like what songs they were referencing. Right. I thought it looked really cool. And speaking on like kind of a cultural level, how you were saying people might be upset with the Robin Williams thing, which is genuinely really sad and a shame. I think on the flip side, I just had this thought the other day. I think it can actually do like a lot of good. Like something that I really appreciate from Disney movies and have tried to do in my own writing, which is kind of hard because full disclosure, I'm just a little white boy. But <laughs> I think it's really I think it's really special when Disney can like they just they set their movies in like these you know, exotic settings and they give like representation to a specific type of person or a specific thing. And I think that's really cool. I've, I rewatched uh, Lilo and Stitch twice in the past week because I'm working on a feature, which is, which has a lot of story beats that are similar. And I think it's like really, really cool how like Hawaiian culture is like baked into the narrative. It's not just a movie that's set in Hawaii. Like that, like the theme of the movie is like 
Ohana, right? And right. all these kind of things, which is really, really cool. And looking at the world now in 2018, the Middle East is like catches a lot of slack. You know, like there's not any really nice way to say it. Like it's just a hugely polarizing topic. There's a million things going on there. Not a lot of them good. So I think it would be really cool for Disney to go over and highlight the beautiful things about it because why not? Right. I think that that can do a lot of good. I think it really can. Yeah, absolutely. Just giving kids someone to look up to, like just remaking Aladdin. Like my goodness, that could be great. I 100% you know? agree. I think the fact that they didn't whitewash this movie is huge. I think that there's a yeah. representation. This is a very big deal. And that it's accurate yeah. representation that the actors and actresses are from that region. I think is a very big, great decision. Yeah. I didn't even recognize that guy. I, from what I understand, he's they're all unknowns. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Like yeah. That. That's a good decision. It is. hundred percent. And it's Guy Ritchie. I don't know anything about him. I didn't know that. It's Guy Ritchie. Wow. I I know he did A Man From U.N.C.L.E., which I never saw. Yeah, he did A Man From U.N.C.L.E., which was really good. He did the Sherlock Holmes movies. He did the really, really bad King Arthur. Oh, Um, no way. Yeah. Oh, that's sketchy. Guy Ritchie has a style, though, so that's interesting. Uh Uh-huh. He's got his own flair going on. Yeah, Disney doesn't typically hire guys to do with flair to do these kind of movies. No, they don't. That's interesting. Which is exciting. Well, I'm with that. I'd like to see a very visual, very interesting Aladdin. I'm with that. Mm-hmm. I'm one of a few but, people who enjoyed Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. As bizarre as it was, I liked it. Yeah, that's a hot topic movie yeah. <laughs> for me. Oh, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> Something about the visuals of the trailer, though. Like, I was watching it, and I literally thought, like, my phone was glitching because the freaking Cave of Wonders wasn't moving. Like, I don't know why they didn't make it move. You know, it looks kind of weird to me. It could be unfinished honestly. effects as well. Yeah, maybe. And I don't think it moved in the original, but it just like looked odd that it was like talking, but also it didn't move at all. Mm. But I think it looks really cool. So someone was telling me Guy Ritchie is like Matthew Vaughn's like apprentice. They're very something similar like styles. That. Very similar. That's cool. That yeah. sounds really awesome. Matthew Vaughn's one of my favorite directors. Me too. He's great. So. All right, guys. So here we go. Opening night or wait to stream? Jake. What, Aladdin? Yeah. Opening night, my goodness. Wait to stream? Yeah, absolutely. Lane. Um, I mean, like I, like I said, I feel like I'm going to really like this movie. So if I'm available that opening night, I, <laughs> sometimes I have class and stuff, but uh, yeah. I would love to be there opening night. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, it's a skip class. It's a, oh, an 8 a.m. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Not I a big deal. I don't know <laughs> if I'm skipping class to see it, but I'm definitely going to check it out opening weekend. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'll, I'll be there definitely opening weekend. Yeah. I don't know about opening night. Mm. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for TV and movie news. We'll be right back with the wrap-up fast fact. And we're back. Thank you for joining us. And we're going to do the wrap-up fast fact. Spencer, go ahead and tell us what it is today. Well, Lane, Ed Catmull, the co-founder of Pixar and president of Walt Disney Animation Studios and Pixar for the last number of years, has announced his retirement, effective at the end of this year. He will stay on as an advisor through the month of July next year. So what do we think? (laughs) I mean, not... (laughs) Not much to think about. I mean, yeah. obviously, 
this is a big guy, you know, he, he kind of created our, helped create our childhoods, you know, and so it's always sad to see them go, but, you know, it's not like he's dying or anything, so he's he's just... on the uh, business side of things, and I think he made great decisions. He helped produce Frozen, which arguably is Disney's biggest hit in the last 20 years. Yeah. And freaking created Pixar, which changed movies. Pixar's the greatest greatest film studio in my mind, probably ever, in terms of quality. Their first Mm -hmm. 10 years, every film is near perfection. Yeah. I mean, in in my opinion, if you if I see you as someone who helped craft my childhood, you've uh, you've got a place on my wall. You know, it's like (laughs) it's like I will honor you. You know, absolutely. Thank you so much for a great career. I hope the I hope the good work you know continues in the studios that you help create. Hope retirement treats you well. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Yeah, hope retirement treats you well, Mister Catmull. (laughs) Thank you for everything. Yeah, I feel like. All of us have uh, nothing but positive things to say about that guy. Um, so, yeah. We have a sour note, but I'm glad he was able to retire without catching any crazy stuff like what uh, Lasseter did. Yeah, so yeah, I that's, mean, that's very that's, true. I mean, that's he great. Went out on Someone... a high note. Incredibles two is brilliant. So, and yeah. Coco, and Coco, and Coco. Coco, mustn't forget Coco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, that's going to do it here for us. Uh, guys, any last notes? That was fun. I'm excited to do more. I'm, I'm ready for, for next week, yeah, or for the week after, I suppose. Yeah, bi-weekly, bi-weekly. There we go. Uh, we're going to go collect our notes, and we'll be back in two weeks with more Disney Deconstructed Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks. Writing and producing for this episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast was done by my two co-hosts, Jake Moody and Spencer Bennett, and myself, Lane Calder. Editing was done by Lane Calder. The music for our program was composed by Brandon LaBelle. Thank you for listening, and go have yourself a zippity-doo-dah day.